0: Man, oh man, do we got another grim looking month for when it comes to single family residential here in San Antonio. But there are some bright spots that show some economic data that
1: might be good news. What is that data? Stick tuned to this video to find out. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. I'm John Barr with
0: an investor's journey, bringing you the best tips, tricks, and strategies to help you succeed in real estate the right way. In this channel, we go over everything that's currently working in our business and some of the things that are not. So, if you find this information useful, we would love it if you do a couple of things. We'd love it if you like this and share this and consider subscribing to our channel. And without further ado, let's get right on to the update. All right, first up, we have the building permits issued for November. Single family residential was down to 560, and that is the seventh month decrease of double digits for single family permits. And that, which came in at 36% decrease year over year, two to four units. There's only six permits pulled now is a 57.1% decrease year over year. 5 plus units was sitting at 698 which is a 10.4% increase. And this is the first month in the last 6 months that we've not had it over 20% increase in single family or multi family permits. So that's something as a bright spot that I'm kind of curious and watching is while single family residential permits have been going down, multi family permits have been skyrocketing some 1200% year over year. Average sales prices is sitting at 372,126, which is a three and a half percent increase year over year. So that's some good news to see that the average sales price is back getting down to where it should be in that two to 4% range. Median sales price is sitting at 300,000 for the month of November, and that is a 1% increase year over year. And this is where I was saying some of the good data is starting to come about as these lower Appreciation numbers for housing price. Seeing a 3.5% average sales price and only a 1% increase in the median sales price shows that the Raising of the interest rates that the Federal Reserve is doing, not buying the mortgage-backed securities is really starting to have an effect, which means that what they're trying to do is actually being accomplished, which means they're starting to get a grasp on inflation. So now that doesn't mean it's going to be able to turn back on and we're going to be in the boom times again, but that means that this not knowing what's going to happen of constant rate hike after rate hike after rate hike and seeing prices continue to increase has potentially stopped drastically slowed down or drastically slowed down for sure. So that is some of the good news that we're starting to see come out of the data that we're pulling. Now let's take a look at the median sales price charted on a graph going back to June, 2010. And what you're really seeing here leading all the way up to 2020 was our normal real estate cycle, which I really truly believe we are going to get back to very rapidly where it goes up in the summertime, down in the winter, up in the summertime, down in the winter, where you can really see these last couple of years where it kind of shot up over the summer, flatlined over the winter, shot up over the summer, flatlined over the winter. So I think we're going to, we're starting to see at this time right now in some of the information as the normal cycle is really taking effect. Where not only do we have rising interest rates, but it's also the winter for real estate sales. And you'll see that in this next slide. Before we get to that next slide, I forgot there's one more the year over year appreciation. And you can really see what this, what the, the 2020 really did to the appreciation levels as they rose up. But you could see how fast they have dropped off. And I am not going to be surprised one bit if this number does go negative here next month and leading into the springtime. But we will really see. But if you go back to the last real estate recession that took several years, the whole financial crisis really started about 2008, but it took it about two, three years before it bottomed out. And you can see at the very last little piece where it was still a positive appreciation before it went negative for only a couple months and then it shot right back up and stayed that long. So that's why I track this information is I want to see what the past recessions have really done to real estate prices and what the cause and effect of rising interest rates are, which we are drastically seeing in this data right now. So like I said, I'm not surprised that this information goes negative for a short period of time and then turns positive again. And that's the stuff that I'm going to be looking for in this data that we put out. So make sure you tune in every month to check this stuff out. So now total sales were down almost 25% from this time last year, down to 2,295. And like I said, that's not only the rising interest rates that are really putting a damper on sales prices, but it's also the fact that it's the real estate winter for overall sales when people aren't buying around. And December is traditionally, November, December, January are some of the worst three months that you will see in the real estate sales. So I continue to expect to see this I expect to see this information to continue to drop over the coming months. Average rental price is up to 1,772, and that is still a 6.1% increase year over year. Now let's take a look at the monthly rents posted all going back to January, 2014. And it's very common that you see this follows the overall sales cycles almost, a mirror image of it to where it goes up in the summer, down the winter, up in the summer, down the winter, kind of flatlined around the same time that the median sales price did right before the pandemic and the rents took off again. But what we're liking to see, what we like to see here is that what's starting to return to normal, which I firmly believe that it's actually doing. So seeing a little bit of a rise a month over month is nothing that I'm too concerned about. But where you can really use this information is – that if you're the landlord, you can structure any kind of lease that you want. This is exactly what we do in our business where all of our leases end between March, April, and May. All all those three months is when all of our leases end. So that way, if we have a tenant that turns over or moves out, buys a house, whatever they do, that means we can get into that property, clean it up and have it back on the market to catch that next year of that, uh, higher rent rate. Or if we're deciding to sell that property, it's right in the boom times of real estate. So that's something that I know a lot of landlords that see the information that we talked to started doing this after realizing this is exactly what happens. So that's something you can definitely do in your business. And I encourage you to do exactly that now down to employment numbers. We have finally crossed the 1.2 million employed here in San Antonio. That is a 2.99% increase year over year. And we gained 7,747,000 jobs. So that is still some good news that we are still, even though real estate prices might be falling, our unemployment numbers are still holding steady and we are still growing our economy, which is good news, which means when the market does come back, there's plenty of people here to try to buy those houses. Unemployment was at 3.4%. 3.44% 3.44% and that is a 0.08% decrease from the previous month. Now let's take a look at employment plotted back 20 years and you can see right here where the 2020 pandemic shot it through the roof and how fast it fell back off and now we're trending lower and that's exactly what I want to see. I want to see where these numbers fluctuate over the coming months to see how much effect these higher interest rates have on the overall employment economy and the Federal Reserve several times as they're trying to force some unemployment with these higher rates to slow down the overall workforce and the economy here in the United States. So now months of inventory, the number that determines if we are in a buyer or seller market, we are sitting at 4.86. And that is a 0.62 month increase from the previous month, November, 2019, just November of 2019, just to give you some perspective was sitting at 4.45%, 4.45 months of inventory
1: damn you heard it right there almost five months of inventory in san antonio alone right now there's a lot of investors just like yourself all across the united states that are scared you're worried you're not sure what to do you're feeling stuck because of this market i mean it's insane everything has been flipped on its head so if this is you if you're looking to dominate 2023 if you're looking to figure out like what is a good strategy where should I be marketing? How should I be doing this? Maybe I should be doing flips rentals, you know, and you're wanting that accountability, that kind of one-on-one connection, then we're opening up a few coaching positions. So you can have that one-on-one. We're going to analyze your whole business. We're going to make sure you understand where you're going next. We're going to have weekly accountability calls. You're gonna have everything that you need to make sure you succeed in this year. So, if you wanna become one of our coaching students, make sure to text the word coaching to 210 794 9898. And we will set up a time where we can go over exactly how we're gonna put a plan together, how we're gonna inspire you, motivate you, make sure you have all the tools and resources week by week to make sure you crush your 2023 goals. So, again, if you wanna join this coaching program, Texas coaching to two one zero seven, nine, four, nine, eight, nine, eight. Now back to the episode.
0: I want to talk a little bit about those months of inventory. And that is the number that we are watching the closest and not only what the actual months of inventory is, but what was the the change from the previous month? So if we were to sit just like November of 2019, we're sitting at four, four, five. Now you see a 445 to 486, that's not that big a difference. I mean, just a little bit, but what the difference is, is what the month over month change. Seeing it at sitting at 0.62 is a huge jump from one month to the next. And I do expect this to tip strongly into a buyer's market in this next month or two as inventory continues to climb. Because if you talk to any realtor here in town that's representing buyers, they'll tell you, it's like, yeah, there's not, we might not be having any quote, quote, quote unquote, buyer's market yet by the numbers and the data. But if you're talking to sellers, and you're talking to buyers, that is completely a different story to where there are a lot of buyers and they are very aggressive in their offers. We've accepted multiple offers this year alone, these last couple of months that are drastically below listing price and drastically below on what the concessions we want to give with, especially with the rate buy downs. We just accepted one today that it was almost 10% lower than our list price. And we had to give concessions, but we want the property gone to get that in, that money back into our pockets. So when the market turns and there's more buying opportunity, we have that cash and are ready to do just exactly that. So remember, we keep watching this number as these information comes out and watch that pers- the month change from the previous month to see when our months inventory is really starting to find that bottom. And until that really stops jumping up by 0.5, 0.6, 0.7 month over month, I'm still debating that prices are going to continue to soften until that rate really gets down into the 0.12 uh, month inventory change. So now let's break down that month inventory by price range and then by zip code here for the San Antonio MSA. So you can see here where the bulk of the inventory is still being sold. And it just like it has for quite some time, that 200 to 350,000 price point is where the bulk of the inventory is while some of that inventory is drastically high, it's where the number of the properties are still selling in those price points. And for us, that's where all of our renovations, we like to stay because as the prices continue to climb, so it is the month's inventory and we do not want to get stuck in that trap. So we're drastically trying to buy properties that have the ARV between 200 and 300. We're staying away from even the 300 to 350 price point right now, just because the inventory is so high and buyers have so many options and that inventory continues to climb here in the San Antonio MSA. So now let's break down that inventory. Now if you are interested in this full list, like, cuz I only give you the top 10 and the bottom 10 and there's like 65 70 zip codes here in San Antonio, we need you to go ahead and track text market to 210 794 9898. Now we use this information information religiously. So now not only do we target price points like I mentioned in the previous slide of that 200 to 300 dollars price point, but we also target by zip code and then also when we under write a property, we look at the neighborhood as well, because when somebody's looking for a specific house, they don't say, I want the entire city of San Antonio. No, they usually say, I want the Northeast side, the Northwest side, or a specific neighborhood or school district. So that's why we target this stuff is when we buy a property, I want to know what the inventory level is for a price point by neighbor for the price point, the neighborhood and the overall zip code, because I know if there's still low inventory in that area and I'm buying, fixing and flipping, there's less of a chance for prices to fall in that meantime while I'm doing my renovation. Now I also go ahead and add in the, what these numbers look like in December 2020. So you can really grasp what low months inventory really does to a price point. So for 78232 in December of 2020, if you'd have bought a house for $337,000 and now relisted it and sold it in December of 2022, you would have sold that house for $334,000. So you're talking, I mean, almost $100,000 gain in that property in just two years. So if you'd have bought a property, lived in it for two years and moved out, you'd have sold the exact same house for $100,000 more. That is what low inventory drastically does to a price point, which is why we target it so much. And I think that's gonna be much more important piece to really do as these markets starts to normalize and change over these coming months and year, because everyone's been spoiled these last two years where you bought a house, held onto it, and you could sell it for twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 more than you anticipated when you bought it. Now's the time when you have to target the inventory levels and really make a good educated guess on, is that price gonna stay stable? go up a little bit or fall. And the inventory is how you determine that. So like I said, if you are interested in following this information, you want the full list for your zip code that you're doing some stuff in, go ahead and text market to 210-794-9898. We'll get you that full list. So now let's drop over to the highest month's inventory. Now, typically people say, oh, these are bad. I want to stay away from these. It's not saying they're bad zip codes. It just means you have much higher level of competition if you're trying to fix, flip, and renovate in these areas. So you have to be much more careful when you look at this stuff and buy at drastically lower prices because if you're holding something, say you're flipping in 78252, there's a year's worth of inventory on the market. That means it could take two, three, four, five, six, 12 months for your property to sell. That means you need to need to hold it that long or undercut the market and be one of the people that sells within a month or two, because every time you make a mortgage payment or uh, interest costs or taxes, like that's coming straight off of your bottom line. So you need to be very careful when you're doing it in, investing in some of these zip codes is especially if you're doing it for the short term that you need to buy at a better price so that you can get your numbers to work and not sit there and hold it for 12 months on the market. Now prices do go up over time, as you can see by comparing back to December of 2020, but, you gotta be very careful right now because if you underwrite at today's prices and it takes you six months to renovate it, prices might have dropped another 10%. And if your private profit margin was only 10-15%, it puts you in a very, very dangerous spot if you're investing for the very short term. So like I said, if you want the full list, go ahead and text market to 210-794-9898, and we'll get you that full list. So that really concludes this month's market update. So make sure you guys tune in next month to catch the full Texas market update where I go over all four major metros uh, in Texas and give the full market report for the state of Texas for Q4 of 2022. So without further ado, we will see you guys next month.